This is BC Spritch, your look at the province's burgeoning distilling culture. What has happened in BC Spirits? Welcome back to another episode of the BC Spirits Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Sewell. This is your number one authority on BC Spirits and Distilleries. Um, today, I chat to Aline McIsaac from uh, Sheringham. But more importantly, today, we're going to be talking about her non-alcoholic uh, distillate called Lumet. Um, the Bright Light, which originally was uh, launched as the Alt Gin, and their new London Dry product. It's a really fascinating f- conversation about non-alcoholic products in the world and the market and uh, how they sort of made it and why is it what it is. And so this is a really insightful information sort of podcast, Gain to Noah, about Lumet and how it's going to be taking BC by storm as it already pretty much has. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode, guys. Always internally grateful for all your support, um, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Bye. My name is Elaine McIsaac, and I am the founder and uh, one of the partners at Lumet Alt Spirits. Wonderful. And what is, like, we spoke to Jason a little while ago, your your lovely partner and, and the distiller at Sheringham. What is your background? Um, because everybody knows, sort of knows Jason's background as like this globetrotting chef and whatnot. But, uh... I know, mine's, mine's not as romantic, <laughs> so to speak, as <laughs> that story. Um, I was in Vancouver for many, many years, um, and I was in sales and marketing. Essentially, I had a wholesale agency, and I sold clothing to clothing stores uh, all across BC and Alberta, um, out of Vancouver. Um, I had a showroom, and that was... That was what I did for a very long time. Then I re-met Jason. Uh, we fell in love. I moved to the island, and we started our new journey. So who who came up with the idea of uh, opening a distillery? Like, like Sheringham Distillery? Yeah. That was Jason, for sure. That's always been his dream forever. And, you know, and, and when he started talking about it, I was like, you go be you, babe. You open up your distillery. <laughs> And then he brought you in and was like, hey, can you help me? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he was he was working me, you know. He'd bring it up. He'd be really sweet, you know, like over like two or three months. He'd be like, you know, babe, there's always room for you. There's always a position at the distillery. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You go be you. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, but, but it, did, it did come very apparent that, um, that the business could, could have a better chance of succeeding with Jason focusing on production and dist- distillation mm-hmm. and, the, you know, the, the palate and you know, the, the production side of it. And then um, I would focus on the business sales, you know, marketing, the whole other side of it. So we came together and um, opened the distillery together, learned how to work together. It was a rocky first year, not just because you wow. are starting a business, but as a husband and wife learning to work together. We we both were sort of the, the heads of our domains. You know, I had my mm-hmm. own business. He had his own thing going on and we're both... I'd say we're both verging on type A personalities. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, and, you know, we also just, you know, had a small child at that point too. Like, you know, a, a, she was just a year. So there was a lot of changes in our life, but, um, but we worked it out and truthfully we're stronger than ever because we went through that. And, and as a company, you've had absolutely massive success over the last, it's only been five years, like massive success over five years. Yeah, yeah, we're very appreciative and 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 thankful. It's been it's been a lot of work, um, but we are very appreciative that um, the hard work has you know been paying off. Yeah. So with all that success, and we talked to I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna post the link to Jason's uh, 
um, podcast in the in the description. So if you want to go back and listen to it, to my listeners right now, you can click on that. Um, what made you like? We're going to talk really about Lumet today. Your your non-alcoholic distillate and. What made you take something that you've already been super successful making gins and activates and vodkas and, and whiskeys and whatnot? Like your whiskey basically sells out straight away. Um, Although to be fair, we've had very little whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I was just trying to romance the hell out of it. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. Like, yeah, let's, keep it, seven, let's keep it like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 70 bottles selling out in a couple of hours. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what, what made you... And I, I know that you sort of spearheaded Lumet. What made you go, you know what, we've got all success. Let's deep dive into something we've never done before and start something brand new. Yeah, just when we're starting to feel kind of comfortable, like, yeah, we kind of know what we're doing around here, you know. <laughs> I just decided to totally just fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, truthfully, this was something um, that I brought up at our originally original distillery you know you remember how small that mm-hmm. that what that distillery was and you know we expanded within that small space so it, things were getting pretty tight by the end there um but i did say to jason when we were there i'm like you know i think we should do a non-alcoholic spirit and he just laughs <laughs> he just straight laughed and he's like hard pass um you know at that time we could hardly you know we we could hardly produce enough to you know keep up and it just things were feeling you know very hectic and um and it just wasn't going to work but it's something that I've always been passionate about because even though I love our distillery and I love our products I actually don't drink that much um and I'm often you know in town you know, well, not lately, but in town, you know, with Jason out for dinner or whatever. And, you know, because I don't drink that much, I choose to be the driver, you know, mm-hmm. so so I end up having, you know, maybe one drink and then going on to soda or water, whatever, for the rest of the night. Um, so it's it's always been so intriguing to me, the option to be able to still have that experience, so to speak, but, but with a non-alcoholic product. So when we... Um, moved to our new location. And then I think we were here for about, trying to think the timeline, a year and a half or, or maybe it was a nine month anyways, but um, you know, things were our our new play, our new equipment, everything was feeling pretty good around here. Um, And so I brought it up again and, you know, Jason was super stoked on the idea. Um, And it is, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Uh, we didn't know what we were stepping into. We kind of knew, but we didn't know, and now we know. <laughs> so, so for the people at home um, who have seen Blue Man on the shelves but not quite understand it, can you give like a, a good sized definition of the production methodology and and what it really is? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's something that's huge in the UK um, and, you know, and some other countries have really, um, you know, been experiencing the success of this as well. Um, but it's it's an it's a non-alcoholic distillate. So it is uh, I guess if you look, you know, in the baking section, you see rose water or orange water. Those are one note distillates, non-alcoholic distillates. Um, what we're doing is uh, multi-layer non-alcoholic distillate. So, you know, it's not something that you sip on on its own. It's very difficult to understand if you sip on it on its own. We know that it's not just Lumet. It's any non-alcoholic distillate, you know, seed lip, drivers, 
uh, you know, Cedars, whatever. I mean, there's, there's, there's tons of these companies and non-alcoholic distillates in the UK. But every single one of them, when you sip on them, you're, you're like, what the hell is this? You know, but, but when you put it in with a tonic or you put it in with, um, you know, in a cocktail, you get that level, um, that extra layer of, of that, the aromatics and botanicals that you, that you tend to get from an aromatic spirit. Um, so you, you, you can get a similar or the same experience out of a cocktail, but it being non-alcoholic. And when you're producing it, um, because we talk about yield a lot, um, what, what's the sort of process that goes into uh, the production level of it? Well, there's definitely um, it, it starts out the same way as as a as a, a gin run or an aromatic spirit run, gin, akavi, whatever. Um, but our base is water, not alcohol, obviously. Um, so, you know, just to get the abundance of flavors, you, I mean, it's, it's three, four, five times the amount of botanicals being put in. And then the yield at the end, you get, you know, with, with a alcohol, you cut it down. So you're basically, you know, you're getting, so to speak, double, you know, a third mm-hmm. or, you know, or, you know, then with an alcohol, but, uh, with this, it's, you just get what you get. So the yield is, let's just say, for example, half, right? What, what you would get off an alcoholic run. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and the botanicals are just way more expensive. Um, and then there's, you know, we definitely have some propri- other proprietary, is that the right way to say it? Um, methods that we use that, that I won't really go into, but it's um, to, to sort of blend all the flavors and, and make what we think is a beautiful product when mixed in, in, a, in a cocktail. So using five colors of many botanicals and getting half the yield. Yeah, and then and then because it's a non-alcoholic, you know, obviously we have to go through um, all the sterilization and mm-hmm. preservations, and there's a lot of a lot more steps on the back end of it as well. So, and then the bottle, the cap, everything, it's the same. It you know, it, it's it's these beautiful bottles, and you know, it's it's not it's not a cheap product to make. So going back to going back to Seedlip because I think that's where it sort of started. Do you think that Seedlip has obviously it opened the door to non-alcoholic ingredients and sort of has built this separate category unto itself? So for me, I'm not I, I like Seedlip, but I don't like the individual flavors of Seedlip. I usually blend them together and create my own old gin, oh, if you will. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So I blend like in Singapore when I was in Singapore. That's what I did. As I I think they're very one-dimensional flavors, but when you blend them together, they make a, a nice non-alcoholic distillate. Mm-hmm. Do you think that because it's sort of you because your marketing background, you can understand corporations. Um, my my argument's always been that Diageo dropped a whole bunch of money into Seedlip, basically to double down on their CSR as well, their co- corporate social responsibility. Um, do you think that the prolification and the money that's been dropped into such a, a young startup like Seedlip? created this sort of um, fake market that people think that you can make a ton of money from non-alcoholic distillates? Yeah, well, definitely people think that there's more money in it than there is, for sure. Um, I think people I think people look at anything in a bottle and they think, oh, if I make that, I'll get rich. <laughs> but, 
I mean, even with alcohol, it's difficult, and and with the with the non-alc, it's even more difficult. Um, Seedlip is an interesting one. Uh, they've done a very good job, obviously, with their branding and their marketing, and um, and and I think make really really beautiful products. Um, they were. They were they had initial seed investment from Diageo, um, and then Diageo either bought them out or bought the majority. I think last August or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Diageo is uh, is really really looking to expand their non-alk section, not just with Seedlip, but just in general. Um, and they are actively looking to invest, like do seed investments in new in new non-alk startups. And I think they see the potential in the non-alc category. But then with Diageo, you have thousands of doors open to you immediately. You know, mm-hmm. you have deep pockets to get you through the first however many years you need to get through, right, um, before you see any profit. Um, it's just, it's, it's, they're on a whole other level. Um, so you just brought, you had the original uh, that has now been recalled, uh, the Bright Light, which is mm-hmm. the original one, which I... I sort of class as the uh, almost Hendrix mm-hmm. of the the sort of styles, mainly because I remember when Hex first hit the market, um, all we really had when it first came up was the tank raised the Bombay's the beef eaters. And when Hendrix hit the market, the, the bartenders that I talked to were just like, I don't understand how to use it. It's, it's got low juniper and it's really heavy on the cucumber and rose. Like, um, and I find that a lot of people forget when new things hit the market on taking a breath and stopping and then stepping back and figuring out how to use it instead mm-hmm. of just saying, throwing their hands up and going, I don't know how to use it. Um, which I think applies to all craft spirits in BC. For sure. Um, and, you know, the non-ALK spirit category is, an, you know, it's sort of, I guess, a blessing and a curse to be, so to speak, first to the market. I mean, a lot of people in Canada haven't even heard of Seedlip. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you have and, and, you know, a lot of people in the bartender community have, but 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 not everybody. Um, and, you know, just on the consumer level, most people don't know what it is. So, you know, then so most people not knowing what it is, first of all, and then and then and then tasting the bright light, sipping on it. They're like, what is this? It's like put it in a cocktail, you know, open your mind. <laughs> um, but we we love the, the flavor profile of the bright light and we wanted it to be that more contemporary style sort of, you know, not you know, off the beaten track with the, you know, the Grand Fur and some of the other botanicals in there. But whether you like it or whether you don't, but it is, it does have the different botanicals on the palate. You know, it's sort of, it, it, it does what we, what we set out for it to do, you know, um, and it does show through in a cocktail. You do get those aromatics, but I wanted to bring a more classic version um, to the market as well, because I do think it's easier to understand the new mm-hmm. London Dry that came out, right? Would you agree? I think I think the lot of is fantastic. Yeah, and so and so we were you know we were having some people be like we expected this to be like a like a gin, but a lot of people you know consumer levels or or what you're talking about back in the day when Hendrix came out, mm-hmm. it's the a lot of people think of gin as that London Dry, the juniper and the citrus, and you know a couple other things in there, but that more of a classic flavor. And so although we're never going to get we're, we, nobody no non-alc can mimic alcohol just on the palate. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just you just can't. But the London Dry is an easier sub into any any cocktail that somebody making at home. Right. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about that on the market. 
And then I, and I think it'll be an easier lead in for people to the non-alc category, non-alc spirit category. And then if they want to then, you know, try around and, you know, find some cocktails that really work super well with, cause there are lots, bright light is great in cocktails. It doesn't work in every cocktail, but it mm-hmm. does work in, a, you know, a lot, but just like tequila doesn't work in, you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. there's different gins, there's different, you do have to play around with different, different flavors and different things. Um, but I think then people will be like, oh yeah, okay, I get this. Now I'll test out the bright light in, in some other in some other areas. Um, and Lundroy only literally just launched last week, didn't it? Yeah, we haven't actually even done the official launch of it, <laughs> but we have shipped to um, some local liquor stores. And uh, and exactly, we, it is it is on the market, but it'll be much more on the market towards the end of the month. And with everything, obviously COVID shut down so much um, for a lot of distilleries. Um, did do you find uh, with the launch that the response has been good, even regardless of of COVID, for the the Lumet products? Yeah, I mean, we sort of we sort of put it on rest for you know a while. I mean, you know, pre pre COVID, we were going to launch the London Dry in you know end of March April, um, but of course, obviously, we put a we put a pause on that. Um, but then we thought that June would be could be a good time, even even although the the, the virus is, is still out there. But it's uh, it's a kind of a nice new product, zero calories, you know, to take you into your sort of summer cocktailing. Um, so, yeah, so far the the response has been great, but we haven't even really really actually launched it. You know, sort of mid month, we'll actually be putting it out there, so people will will know more about it. And what's your favorite cocktail uh, when it comes to the the bright light and the uh, lemon dry. Well, there's a recipe that we have online for the bright light um, that actually Norbury came up with. Um, it's a classic Clover Club, but he um, addresses the viscosity um, of the non-alc um, with sweetening it with a scoop of jam as opposed to you know sugar. So it kind of gives mm-hmm. you a bit of that viscosity and, the, and that sweetness. And when you shake the the non-alc spirits, you know, as you do, and 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 pour them out, that that foam cap has the most amazing aromatics in it as well. It like the the non-alcs do do something incredible in those kind of cocktails. So that's my favorite of the um, for the bright light. And then the London Dry, I do more classic, like it's great in a good light, gin and tonic, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So what's the what's the future for Lumet? Um, going forward, I understand we've talked about the Sharon Hamley Met relationship, but we met splitting off and becoming its own mm-hmm. significant brand. What's the the next six to twelve months look like for the the brand and and the the products? Well, on one hand, I would say we'll see. No, um, I mean, when we when the idea first came up, it was always kind of my joke that if nobody buys it, we'll just make a batch now and then, and I'll just you know, DIY, you know, bring it, bring it, <laughs> bring your own non-alc spirit when you go out for dinner, you know, and be like, can you make something with this? So I'm I'm super um, pleased and happy that uh, that we have a lot of people out there that really like this and it's filling a gap and, 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 and a niche for them, you know? Um, and so moving forward, I think we'll come up with, come up with a third product uh, for Christmas um, and move into grocery a little bit. Um, maybe different have, have some different size options. I'd just keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, so are you going to be stepping back from your role at Sheringham and really just focusing on your men or are you going to be wearing two hats? 
I wear two hats. <laughs> I wear two hats for sure. But you know, sharing him, we have, we've, we've, you know, in in these five years, we've been able to, you know, build it to a point that we have a an amazing, an amazing team here that work, you know, mm-hmm. with us. So, so although I oversee sharing him, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not, you know packing the way bills and packing orders and getting yeah. out the door anymore, you know, that stuff. So we have an amazing rep team. We have an amazing staff, you know, in our, in our distillery. So um, it's still a lot of work, but it's different work for me now. So I am able to sort of go back to the basics with Lumet and do some of, you know, do some of that stuff with Lumet. Um, yeah. The, are you focusing on the, the, the marketing side of things? Are you really happy that you're no longer just a, a marketing person and that you're sort of, You've taken a passion project, well, first with Jason and Sherryham, and now this is your sort of baby, and now you're building out a brand new brand. Is uh, is this going to become a serial thing to you? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, I do. Yeah, I, I, it, it probably will. I do. I love. I love starting businesses, and I love growing businesses, and I love growing growing teams. And, you know, all the exciting things that come out of a great team, you know, working towards something. And um, I love community and I love what Sheringham has been able to grow to a point that we're able to be active and help and, you know, through donations, et cetera, et cetera, you know, to the to our community. And I want to grow Lumet to a point where it can foster that as well. So it's not just like, I like to build businesses, but I like to build businesses within with the goal of community, building teams, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. paying staff well, like everything, like just where everybody's just stoked. So yeah, that's exciting. So one last thing before we, before I let you go, because I know you're ridiculously busy as always. Um, for someone who has never heard of Lumet or never, never, never even heard of Sherryham, what would you say to them about buying Lumet? Don't expect it to be exactly like your alcoholic <laughs> No. Um but but yeah, play around with it, mix it. It 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 especially the London Dry, the Bright Light too, but but the Bright Light is, you know, a little bit of a of, of off the beaten track, you know, flavor profile. Uh it is still a beautiful flavor profile, but it's not your as we spoke about, it's not your traditional, right? But um, you know, get the London Dry put it in some classic cocktails and I think you'll be super pleased and I think you'll get it. And, um, and it's, it's not just for non-drinkers either. I mean, it's, you know, maybe you want to go and have a few drinks, but, but, you know, it could be, there's a new, with the youngins, it's this new term, the wedge drink, you know, so it's like you have an alcohol drink and then you have a non-alcoholic cocktail and then you have an alcohol cocktail, you know, so, um, it's uh yeah just play around with it and if anybody has any questions like we get we get questions all the time you know to to the 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 lumet inbox like you know what's your favorite this how do i do this you know i sipped on it it wasn't my favorite and then we're like we'll try it like this and then they try it they're like awesome i get it you know so yeah feel free to shoot us any questions amazing well thank you so much for your time i really enjoyed uh, uh the lucky thing i have to have with the bc spirits and the regular podcast is that i get to sit down and chat to friends and get to find out things that uh, i may not have known and and explore the the theory because i think as a passion-driven industry um business is always a backseat like we never go into this in the restaurants or distillery game or winery, you never go into it going, I'm going to be a millionaire. You always go yeah, going into no. it going, I'm going to make something awesome. And if <laughs> totally. I make money down the track, 
I may be happy. Exactly. Exactly. Going back to what I said, like, if nothing else, I'll just bring some in my purse, you know? <laughs> a little Mickey of, of your own house we met to exactly. go out with. Exactly. Well, thanks um, for your time, Elaine. Well, and thanks, Sean, and thanks for everything you do. You're awesome. Thank you very much. I'll trust you soon. Okay. Bye. Yeah, bye.